This is Kevin Campbell and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees. Come on, you blues. Welcome along, folks, to the next episode of Chewing the Cud. And today we're going to look back at uh, the Derby defeat and all that entails with the referee and all that nonsense. Uh, and we'll look forward to a kind of tough away match on Sunday uh, away to West Ham. Uh, Chris can't make today, so Richard here and Kylie's back. All right, boys. All right, Joe. How are we? I'm all good. All good. Uh, just want to start off the uh, show, lads. Uh, obviously, the very sad news uh, over the last couple of days. Bill Kenroy passed away. Um, sad, sad time, Rich. Really, really is. I know all the stuff that's gone on the last year, eighteen months, but I mean, it's just, just a sad time. Yeah, it, it it really is, and you take out the last year, or whatever out of it, is a man who has obviously had a big influence on everyone in the last thirty plus years, you know. And obviously, with when you look at the, some of the tributes that have come out in the last couple of days, clearly touched an awful lot of people, and was just a really, really nice guy to be around. Had the best interests at, at heart, and um, yeah, it's really sad because I suppose when you look at it. Look, we all have our dreams that we'd love to play for Everton, you know. And if you can't do that, to be involved is just someone, and he's kind of done, kind of beyond it to own and to be involved. Obviously, wasn't going to be playing, but you know, mm-hmm. to, to be involved and to, and to be at that level from someone who who watched the team growing up and then to go on and to and to and, and to own and to run the club like it's a, it's what we'd all what we'd all love to do. Um, and he's lived kind of that 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 dream that a lot of us would have been involved day to day. Um, but. Um, yeah, just 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 really sad, I suppose, in the whole thing. I suppose when you look at where we are now, I suppose his influence on the new stadium, the fact that he won't even get a chance to kind of see us play there, have to put mm. some work into it. And I mean, that's a that's a side thing. Look, um, but yeah, look, really sad. And I suppose when the news came out a couple of weeks ago about having the illness and having the operation and things, you were kind of saying, hoping that, look, it's been rumoured kind of on and off for however long, but kind of said that they were hoping that he'd make a full recovery and that it'd be a lengthy recovery, but hopefully it would. So, um, you know, it's just just disappointing when you hear it then and a, a, a sad day for the club. You know, we've lost yeah. someone who's been heavily involved for, for for years and years and just a just a, a true fan like the rest of us at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's the key, Carly. Look, all, all the stuff beside of, like this... Well, not mistakes, but his decisions as chairman. But at the end of the day, he's just—he was just a fan. Yeah, he was Joe, and, and look, I suppose hindsight's a great thing, and you know, you, you have to wonder, you know, did he look back over the last maybe six or twelve months and saying maybe I should have just gone a few years earlier, you know, the kind of way. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's sad that the last few years. I, I just hope that. The majority of fans will look on his tenure as somewhat positive, let's say. Um, mm. But fundamentally, he was an Evertonian true and true, and and you know he he's helped us out in the past, and 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 you know obviously sympathy goes towards his friends and family because he's still a he's still a you know a partner. A, a friend of, of many many people who who has passed away, you know the kind of way. So, uh, sad day for for Everton, and I'm I'm heading over to the game next Wednesday, and uh, you know that's the first game since he has passed away. So I'm sure we tinged with emotion on that night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, sad time. I met I met him on a couple of times, and 
it's just the thing that Sean Trail says low forever. You could you could just say it. He didn't even have to speak. You could just say it in his voice, his excitement and, and the pose that he got about being around everything. And like I said, Rich, being, being involved as chairman, just kind of icing on the cake. It's just the next best thing to, to being a player. But uh, just just a lovely, lovely man. And again, the, uh, the voice of figure, but uh, I, I think genuinely, genuinely, he had nothing but uh, the best intentions for having a heart. And um, just just a sad, sad time. And a, like I said, a sad, sad, sad ending that he won't get to finally see um, Everton move into the new stadium. But I'm, I'm sure there'll be something... Uh, permanent there to to remember him yeah, and all the work he's done over the years in getting us there. Eventually, uh, <laughs> took a long time, couple of false starts, false dawns, but um, yeah, just a, just a sad sad time. And again, we we just send it our uh, thoughts and best wishes and condolences to all his family and friends. And uh, just again, just just so sad. But um, anyway, rest in peace, Bill. Uh, right, Rich, we'll get into um, the derby. Uh, I, th- I think we kind of preempted it last week that uh, we never get anything at that kip. We just we just never get anything there. But it, it's hard enough to go to Anfield uh, and try and get something without like an official who was absolutely just. It's beyond words. Like his his display. It, like and. I, the thing that gets me is these lads have FIFA badges. I just don't know how the fuck. They, they, like, it, like he's a respected referee. I remember Dermot Allard was on on the Monday afterwards and he said, like his CV, he, he, was, he was big enough and good enough to referee a game at that stature. But he absolutely got it wrong on so many levels. Yeah, I think you appreciate and every week we could have the same conversation. It's just it mm. gets worse and worse and worse. And it's I look, I think with the scrutiny that's on the league and the way it's changed with VAR and everything, it's hard it made it harder, but I think they don't help themselves either. You know, I think having their buddies in VAR, having the likes of Gallagher come on and they're they're basically just backing each other up, whereas they need someone to stand up and to and to make, be made accountable on it because you know, nothing has come out about how it wasn't, let's just just, just take an ad as tacker. How, how is it not a book? And they say, oh, you know what? We don't review review yellow cards. Like, But I mean, still, just zero consistency across the league from game to game. And it's impossible from for fans, not to mind players, say, what can I do today? What can't I do today? You know, and you can argue the toss anyway. Ashley Cole said, fair enough. Two, two out of two yellows in isolation, you know, Basically, if, if it was with someone else, I'd have been arguing and said, yeah, they should have been yellows and he should have gone for it. No problems as much with it, but you've got to marry the other side. You know, the, the fullback, the great, what's his name? Simicast, yeah. Yes. I mean, three, three tackles in the first half. He the most, yeah. the most, sorry, the most fouls, not tackles, the most fouls in the first half and not a word on it. You know, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Let the leg in was a, was a straight booking. You know, and it, and not that it changes one thing getting a booking, but it's just that consistency. Because if you're Jack Harrison, he's on a yellow. You can run at him the way that they, the same way that they're a little bit more comfortable taking on Ashley Young, knowing that you know what, I'm in a dangerous position. He takes me down, he's gone. And it's yeah. just that consistency, time and time again. But I mean, for me, the penalty was a penalty. It's stupid, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it, look, it's close quarters if you hand out, but it's a penalty. You know, it, it, it. I think the rule is shit. To be quite honest, that. 
you know, when you're that, what are you supposed to do? You're moving, you know, and it's not as if you can control every every single movement. But that's by the by, I think he hit his hand. It's a penalty, but the Canada one is just baffling. It's just bullshit. It's just he 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 bottled it. He's. The, I think that was the first card. First card he's given to Canada in 26 games or something. He was never going to give him a rest, you know. Yeah. And it's it's just typical that it's us. It was we're at the end of it time and time again, but it's gone beyond a joke, you know. It's ruining the game. And also, I suppose on officiating, why we're talking about it, I think the second yellow for Young, he delayed, he stalled, and someone was in his ear, which wasn't supposed to happen because he took his time. He walked. I think he got a message and said, "Jesus, that's a booking," you know. He was walking up. Other than that, because he was straight in every other time. You look at when he booked uh, Tarkovsky straight out, you know, he, so he took his time. I think he got a message, whereas, you know, you're not supposed to influence yellows like, like he didn't for Canada, but I think that he got that he got something there. Yeah, the thing is, Carl, uh, and the, the key word in all it is, is consistency. And it's not just across, like, uh, week to week. It's in the actual same game. Like Richie said, that's him because the tackle where he left the leg out. It's it's a carbon copy of the first tackle Ashley Young made and got a yellow. It's it's the exact it's the exact same tackle. There is no difference in the method or the the, the, the way the, the defender put his leg out. So why is that not a yellow? He reps the two teams differently in the game, Joe. Um look Let's let's call a spade a spade. Um, going downfield and losing is not going to not going to determine our season. No, 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 but it's, it's it's the manner. And, it's it's yeah. it's it's the it's the manner in which uh, the refereeing and you know from the genuine fan that either goes to the game, sits at home and watches the game. There's two, just just two real. Two, seems to be two sets of rules for for both teams on that day. Simicast should have had a yellow card. Yeah, carbon copy, as you rightly said, Joe. I've no, absolutely no issue with both yellow cards for Ashley Young. Um, mm. I thought the fourth one, he may have given them the benefit to do, but having said that, if if, if Liverpool player had done that and us, you'd be calling for a yellow card. This is it, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Richie said he bottled it on Kanate. Um, there's no, absolutely no excuse. There's no reason that I can see that why he, he shouldn't have given him a yellow card for that. You know, um, look, players have come out post-match. I know Jordan Pickford came out and, you know, obviously voiced his opinions on, on whether it, it should have been or shouldn't have been. And, and he rightly said, you know, we're at Anfield, it's not going to happen. You know, the kind of way yeah. Klopp knew exactly he got away with one. He, he, he substituted him within 30 seconds. Mm. You know, the kind of way. As Dyche said himself, he was booked the whole... The whole uh, Bench was booked for some reason. The managerial side of things were all booked. It's it's an absolute shock, Joe. An absolute shocking decision by the referee. And then you see, it leads to the conspiracy theories. Has he been told from higher above to give him what ha- happened with Liverpool and Spurs to, you know, should Liverpool get a contentious, say, decision, we'll give it to them. If it's a 50-50, give it to them. You know, all these conspiracy theories are coming out. But at the end of the day, the referee was deplorable. He should never referee everything again. And he certainly should never come to Goodison Park because I would fear for his safety after that display was an absolute disgrace. 
But uh, uh, not not just. But uh, uh, again, I wouldn't go as far as fear for for anyone's safety. But it's the just, thing, it, sorry, sorry Joe, go on. No, no, go on. Go it's on. The, the thing is that the thing is that uh, they're not even safety. Like PMG or well, whatever the crowd that look after referees, Howard Howard Webb, I think is is the head of the mill. These lads should say, right, Craig, you're not having an absolute nightmare. We're going to take you out of fire line for a week or two and just, and not just him, but the whole lot of them, the bar. They did the same with, with uh, uh, the sports game. Everyone, every official on the pitch, off the pitch, in bar, just, just got taken out of fire line. So, I, I mean, it's, it's not just that they got the decisions wrong. It's that, like I said, that if you, if you put the two tackles uh, on a screen side by side and watch Simicast one and, and Ashley Young, they're the, they're the exact same tackle, the exact same leg out, stopping the defender going past or the attacker going past. And how, like if they were in different matches, you'd say, oh, geez, you know, that ref got that one up. It's it's like it's 10 minutes before each tackle. It, it, it's just wrong. So I think referees, they're, they're not, you said it, Rich, they're not held accountable anymore. Uh, they're probably, they probably get a, a phone call or text on the money to listen you may have a bit of a fuck up there, you know, but we'll, like I said, it's it's the buddy thing. We, we'll cover your arse. We won't we won't say it publicly. Well, they should do because at the end of the day, it's caught. Listen, we'll get into it in a minute. The match itself, but it's costing teams points. Uh, and at the end of the season, whether it be the top of the table or the bottom of the table, there's massive, massive like money involved. Not just like at the top, but just say a, a team, for instance, the match a few years ago when. Uh, the, the penalty against us wasn't given for Man City the handball like we went down that year by a point it's it's just so so much bigger than just a ref having a shit day so they have to be held accountable by someone or somebody and not their, their friends their, their, their mates off. like my day now, now I, I fucking don't like the chap anyway but he's on Sky Sports now apparently on the Soccer Saturday and he said a couple of weeks ago that he made a mistake a couple of a couple of years ago. Again, he was looking after his mate, and he didn't didn't come out and publicly give out of it. But it should it should be either if they're not going to do it, get another independent body, like a, a panel of non referees, no one involved, no one has a stake, whether it's their mate, a friend, a colleague, someone separate to look at these instances because. It's just happening time after time after time and referees are just getting away with it. But anyway, yeah, come on, Craig, just take a week off and then come back next week as if fucking nothing happened. So it's just, it's going to blow up somewhere. Do you think, Joe, that, uh, sorry, Joe, to cut across you, right? No, no. Do you think, obviously, there are you way for referees, right? Do you think that referees from the likes of the Italian League or Spanish League should be brought in and, and some of the English referees and, and, and even mix it up a bit. You know, I don't, think, I don't that... think you, you mean to officiate. Yeah, yeah. Do you no, think well, well, it's yeah. a case that you have different uh, nationalities, let's say, coming That's... over for... Uh, 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 again, it's, it's just hypothetical and yeah, something I was yeah. reading during the week. You know, would that make things maybe a bit easier that, say, the English referees go over for a certain weekend and those Spanish games and 
vice versa. I know it's hypothetical. Well, like, well, they, they do it in they do it in the Champions League now, don't they? So, yeah, yeah. I don't again. I don't know where the the logistics of it mm. uh, on a league situation. I don't know, but apart from that, these lads just have to be held accountable and and an independent body look at it, Rich, because it's just it's just happening week after week, and it's the same group of lads, whether it be ten or twelve refs in the in the pool. I'm not quite sure how many refs are in the pool, but it's the same people making the same mistakes all the time. Yeah, it's 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 beyond a joke. And first of all, I said you get the whole it it evens itself out over the season. No, it doesn't. It does not. It does it does not. There is a certain cohort of clubs that will get all these and yes, look, you might get the odd one, but does it even itself out? Not even close. Not even close. And the thing that baffles me is they made the mistake, owned up to it for the Liverpool Sports game, released the audio because it benefited them. You know, because they said, look, we put the hands up and we realised, where's the audio? Why not just play the audio first? You know, let everybody hear what's going on the same way as they do in the rugby. Yeah, you know, yeah. there and it clears out anything. And why not have that line of communication between someone who's watching it? If you missed it and if you made a mistake, well, then correct it, you know, and say, here, you might want to have a look at this or look, that's a yellow, whatever it is. But you got it. If you're utilizing the technology, you can't pick and choose because basically all you're doing is just it's giving yourself, it's giving them another way to uh, to favorite certain cohort of clubs. And, and and it sounds petty, and it sounds like you know. Oh, no, no, you're, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. realistically, when you're on the end of it every single week, you know, or nine times out of ten, you know, it's it's. it's you know, there's no smoke without fire when it comes to it. And you say, right, that these teams, they, they certainly do get the benefit of it. But ultimately, it's down to the, for me, it's down to the officials because they don't have the balls to, to make the decisions in these places. And you, you're not even going to say that it was a red-hot atmosphere on sun, on Saturday. It was, it, was, it was shocking, you know, yeah. really tame. So there was nothing that was kind of intimidating about it that he couldn't kind of say, you know what, yellow card, but basically he didn't have the balls to change to maybe impact the course of the game. Whether it would or not remains to be seen, but ultimately, I don't think he had the balls to do it. Yeah, again, we we could be here doing four or five podcasts over the referee, but we can into just a couple of couple of incidents. Um, earlier, listen, I, I think Ashley Young's two cards, Collie, were they were yellow cards. The second one, first one was hundred percent the yellow card. Second one, he was just a little bit late. He could have like given the benefit of the doubt there, but like Richie said. The, I'm not sure. It's, it looks like there was someone in his ear, but uh, I, I, and like you said, if it was the other way around, I'd have no problems with two yellow. So, for for an experienced fellow like him, I thought it was a little bit naive. Yeah, um, and obviously the tackle was made up front of the Everton fans as well, which probably didn't help me. You know, mm. um, adrenaline just went straight to the brain, and boom! Look, it was a yellow card. It was a yellow card. I. I won a few quid on that, to be honest with you, because I knew we'd get a yellow, a red card uh, on Saturday. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Obviously, I haven't been on the pod the last few weeks or whatever the case may be. But Ashley Young, he's a bit of a question mark about him. I think you know he he kind of was brought in with, and I'm sure you have discussed this. He's been brought in with you know with the experienced head and so forth, but he hasn't really set the world on fire. I think he started um, off pretty well, to be fair. He did, to. yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether... I don't know. I don't know. Now, obviously, it's... Um, he started him over Patterson and um, 
we'll have Patterson back now against uh, West Ham on Sunday. But um, yeah, look, it's uh, actually on. It's a hard one to know. I know he started out on the left, but you've got to say, and one of the shining lights for me against Liverpool was Mikalenko, Joe. He was brilliant. Oh, he was excellent. Um, yeah. Salah didn't get a feckin' sniff. And he went on to get man of the match for some reason, which is still baffled by now. I know they wouldn't give it to uh, any player off the, the, the losing side, but uh, Tom Michalenko was so good, so good. I yeah. really did, you know. Um, but no, no, no uh, issues with Dice, the formation he went in the second half. You can understand why he did. And in fairness, it was working, you know. The atmosphere in the place was like a morgue, Joe. It was like a yeah. It was, it was um, ridiculous. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, it falls to Michael Keane again. Um, far out of the last five penalties he's he's uh, given away uh, from us. Um, I don't know. He's just he's just dropped a level, or you know, from a player he once was, and he, he's he's been capped at international level, Joe. He's just. Maybe you need so, to change. So is Carter Palmer. <laughs> and there's a, a one from the yeah. past, a blast from the yeah. past. But I, I, I think, you know, does he, maybe, maybe he needs to change the club. And I'm not blaming him. Well, I am, to be honest with Joe, because, look, it's very hard, I suppose, to keep the army in, you know. But um, I, unfortunately, I, I, I can't disagree with the, the award, the awarding of the penalty, Joe, of the no. Stonewall penalty under the... Under the current uh, system, or and then look, they go on. We're, we're pushing to try and equalise, and they go on, and and unfortunately, Liverpool are one of the best sides in the Premier League for counter attacking. So uh, they pop up with the second. Um, by and large, though, I thought it was a fairly okay game. I, I I was impressed by by parts of the game, Joe. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, I um. I don't think we have any fear going forward in the league. That's just my personal opinion, though, Joe, to be honest. I think yeah. we'll be all right. Um, but unfortunately, the, the Anfield jinx has hit us again, you know? Yeah, we just don't get it. We, we spoke about this last week. It's just, a, I don't know what it is. It's just, a, I don't know. It, you can't put your finger on it. Uh, just to, uh, on the penalty, I, I think it was a pen Irish. I mean, if it was the other, if it was the other end, we'd be absolutely screaming for it. People saying, "Up oh, to put your arms out when they're running." Like he slowed down. He 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 basically come to a stop. Like he looked like he was fucking swimming. His hand was out that far. So it was a stonewall panel. I'm not saying it was deliberate. And then uh, people are saying proximity to the, to the player. There was a player in between him and the ball. If it was the other end, we'd be absolutely screaming. If we didn't get it at the other end. That would be absolutely more than so. It, it, again, uh, I echo what Carly said. I just think Michael Keane is... Uh, I hate slating players, but like, he's just a disaster when it happens when he comes on. Yeah, it's 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 too often, like, you know, and it's... it's You can say that he's unlucky, you know, because ultimately, apart from that, I didn't think he had done too bad, but it's, it's cost us again. And you said he had to hand out and once you're in the penalty, the penalty box or whatever and you're running, players learn to put their hands behind their back and you want to make yourself big, but you just got to... Yeah, but it was fully out. It was fully yes. extended. That's what I'm saying. You know, you got to put your hands by your side, put it yeah. behind your back and give yourself some. Once you kind of go outside the silhouette or whatever they call it, you're, 
and it hits yeah. you, you're in trouble. Like, yeah. and there's, there's, there's a similar one the next day. I think it was Chelsea or Arsenal. Uh, it was Arsenal, would have been, yeah. But uh, like that, your hands out. Like you're, you're a footballer, you're not a ballet dancer. You know? just, just keep your hands in. You, everyone knows the rule now. That, that's the thing. Like the rule is as stupid as it might be, it's there. And everyone knows it. So just, just keep your hands in. Yeah, you know, but again, it's 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 him again, you know, and I suppose the fact that he went to him again ahead of Godfrey, I suppose, shows that he's we're going to see him in and out throughout the season, you know. Um, I think for him, for his own sake, he needs to get out of the firing line and you know get a move. But until we get somebody in, that's not going to happen, you know. There's no point in saying, "Oh yeah, I ship him off in January because I don't think we're spending money on the centre half in January." You know, and, and be able to move him that quick. So I think he's just going to be around, and it's something that we're going to have to just bite the lip about. I don't think there's anyone who's clamoring to put him back into the side. We know what what he is and what he's cost us at this stage, yeah. unfortunately. But he just seems to be on the end of every bad decision. But you look at it was Leicester last season, wasn't it? Yeah. Same thing again. Like you know, you learn your lesson from it, where your hand is out and said, "Look, you get caught caught once." You give you once you give a fellow the benefit of the doubt because you you do this, you do this every day for a living. You know the rules and you know what you have to do and you and you work on it to improve and mm. and, and to get caught with the same thing again, which is and I, I get the proximity, ball moving, speed of him. Will he turn back? What are you going to do? You're you're twisting, you're turning, but ultimately you have to keep your hands in and there's no complaints about the penalty. Like, um, yeah. I don't think we were ever getting back into it from one and out, to be honest. You know, I think we had a chance of holding out and if Canada had gone, definitely would have changed the course of the game because they need to readjust the things. But I think once, he can, once, once we conceded one, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Just just to go back, uh, Carly, um, you said formation second half. I was actually a bit disappointed that he took off with the two wide lads at the same time, no half time, because there was just no help ball. At all, second half, like he, he made the decision, right? We're just going to sit in here and uh, if we get the ball, hoof it up the dam, which like Van Dyke and Kanate or whoever it was that come on, just it was it was men against boys. So I thought Dyke kind of got a slight around by taking the two boys off at the same time. Uh, yeah, I, look, you can see both sides of the argument. Um... And then they're going in the half time, player down. You know, Deutsch obviously felt that we could hang on for a drive. He went five. Um, but then I can see your point of view, Joe, because we had no out ball. And, and it was nothing. Dom was, was, was hooked at 65, I think, in around 65, 70, possibly. Mm. Um, he was getting no no service whatsoever, so they, they threw a better up there. I probably would have liked to see O'Neill stay on, um, personally. McNeil, um, yeah. well, McNeil, sorry, McNeil. Um, but yeah, I, one of them, just one of them, just to give us something. Yeah, you know, between, have, have between the defence and the one attacking, bounce. one attacking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, look, I suppose this is Deutsch ball, I suppose, and 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 that's kind of what we maybe have to put up with from a from a managerial point of view for the foreseeable. You know, um, if he feels that, uh, you know, we can hang on for a point I can understand that thinking and that rhetoric but then when we go one down uh, you know he tries to rectify that but of course you look at it just didn't happen obviously for obvious reasons but um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one uh, I know there was been some complaints over social media because of that um, 
did he did he do wrong or you know was it the wrong move at the time? I, again, I, I just I'll stick. I I understand why was it the right move. I'm not too sure, um, but I can understand why he did it. Yeah, again, I'm not. I'm probably nitpicking, but it was just something I was disappointed a bit. Rich, like I said, if you took Harrison off at half time and then wasn't working after twenty minutes in the second, and then took McNeil off, but to just take who are probably the only two apart from Dom, like uh, creative, if you want, are going to make a chance. Take two lads off at the same time, kind of played into their hands or thought. Um. I thought it was the right call to do. Um, basically, I suppose the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of clamoring about getting fellas in the right positions, and that allowed us to do so. Yes, it limited our chances going forward, but um, if we'd have held on for a point, which I think we were pretty comfortable, you know, we had, you know, we yes, we were really deep and we weren't creating anything, but they weren't creating anything either. I think we were, we were probably more likely to concede at 11 than we were at 10. <laughs> they were catching us on the break every time and probably only a matter of time and I thought we were really comfortable so I thought it was a good move yes we weren't going to win the game unless it was a complete breakaway and, and we managed to catch him but I thought it was the right because other than that you're looking to put Garner back in right back and then you're losing your whole shape again trying to accommodate whereas at least this you had fellas playing in the right positions that, that we wanted and it just allowed us to sit in and to nullify them and I thought we'd done it really really well um, so Again, it's down to an individual error that has that's opened the game up and kind of cost us, you know. But I thought for the way we performed in that shape was really, really good. Yeah, it's, it's horrible to watch. It's really ugly. But you're talking about one of one of the better sides in the league here. Like, and they, you know, we really made them work for it kind of in, in that period with 10 minutes. So um, I thought that midfield three worked really, really hard in front of, in front of the back five. Um, and they, they, they performed really, really well. So... Um, happy to see fellas playing in the right positions, but I I know you you you, you lose that trek going forward. Um, but I, I I don't think that we'd have got you know if we were a bit more gung ho we'd have probably been caught as well. So it's easy saying hindsight, you know, with nothing, you know, we didn't yeah. have, we didn't we didn't have an option. But I think if we'd have held on for a point after being down to ten men after thirty five or thirty seven minutes, whatever it is, it would have been okay. But ultimately, we got nothing. Yeah, well, I think we, that was it. that was what we expected. To be honest, it wasn't. It was just uh, overall. I mean, uh, we we mentioned already uh, shit atmosphere. Uh, it was a poor, poor game. If you take right the the nonsense with the referee, it was just it was just a brutal, brutal game. And half twelve uh, need to be scrapped, don't it? Uh, not it was, the atmosphere. Everything was just everything about it was just rotten. And, and we do this all the time. We build ourselves up and we say, ah, oh, not expecting anything. But like, you wake up Saturday morning and you're just bouncing around the place and you're, you're on edge. And, and then to just watch it, piece of shit like that is just, just, just a horrible, horrible game. Um, yeah, I just want to be like Kelly mentioned already, Mikolenko, probably, I think, probably one of his better games for us. Uh, it was, and, and he, he did what he does best. He defended. He seems to kind of when he gets forward get gets lost a little bit, but as as a defender, uh, I think he he's great at what he does. But I just think he he lets himself down with his his wing back player getting forward. But uh, I think that was his best game. Called really really wet. like you said, kept Salah quite enough. Uh, didn't do much. Uh, obviously for the goal, the second goal, 
we're all forward and we get 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 sprung. But uh, and he's been he's been getting there last few weeks to be honest. Yeah, definitely, Joe. He has, and and I think in this in the system that Deutsch plays, it's suited to him. Uh, I think once he gets past the halfway line, the poor lad gets lost. Mm. Um, so you know, if that's the case, we're just leaving you know airside of 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 the pitch as such, and, and just let him do what he does best. You know, and um, like he received a lot of criticism, obviously coming to the close of last season, he wasn't probably up to scratch. Or, but I I think. Uh, uh, I tend to agree with you, Joe. I think over the last couple of weeks, he he, he has played well. Um, there's still a mistake or two in in, in his locker pool. Um, I just thought on Saturday, I mean, that's not the first time he's done that against Salah uh, either, Joe. You know, the kind of way uh, he, he's done really well against him in previous games. But um, look, Seamus is on the way back. He's back on the pitch training. So hopefully he's near a return. Maybe get Seamus back in for a few games just to settle things in the back. Uh, Brantway, we have some player on our hands there. Yeah, um, it's all kind of... Yeah, uh, Onana. I, I really like Onana. I think he 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 uh, he's just he's just getting better. I know there's been issues, you know, in, in certain games. I just think he's becoming stronger. Um, and then having a a a, a fit on the Cavalier will always help us as well. You know, the kind yeah. of way. I like Harrison. Um, I think Harrison is very tricky and, and has a, certainly a goal or two on him. Um, but yeah, um, I think by and large, Joe, I know it's a small squad, but I think by and large, the team itself are, um, are quite strong. Um, mm. I know our league position doesn't reflect that. Uh, I know obviously we're up against West Ham, but I just have a lot of confidence going into the game on Sunday, I have to say. Yeah, we'll just roll into the West Ham game. Like they're on a uh, two defeats in a row, Rich, uh, which, again, <laughs> there's no point us getting the hopes up because you know what's going to happen. But uh, like two defeats in a row, there's kind of rumblings in their camp. But like you look at that, like just the three lads I have written down, War Prowse, Jared Bone, Jermaine Paqueta, just as danger all over the place there. Yeah, and I know coming back from Greece last night as well, you're always kind of hopeful that there'll be a bit of a hangover on the, on, on the back of the feet as well. But mm. you have some quality players, even Mohamed Koudis, who we thought that we were going to, we had in the bag mm. last season, whatever it was, like serious players, you know, that can really, really hurt you. But, you know, yeah, they're in, a, they're in an okay position, but the form looking at it isn't great. So you just want to be able to capitalise on it. To be fair, we've been... Okay, it's going to say good there for a while, but we've been okay. You know, we, we've been better away. Um, so you just want to, I don't know, we used to have such a good record at West Ham and you're always nearly saying, oh yeah, down there, it's a shoe-in, you know. But yeah. uh, I think it'd be strange as well. Obviously, the way things are falling with Mai's being in charge of West Ham, um, first game after after Kenroy passing as well. Yeah, you know it's it's funny the way things are thrown up, but um, you'd like to see some performance to kind of honour it and to and to, you know because there'll be there'll be a lot of emotion around it given the first mm. game and everything. So you want to see a performance for that for themselves as well. It's it, it, on the back of you say last week where we should have I want to should have got something, but where we feel like we were hard done by. To go out and just make something happen, you know, and yeah. to say, right, you know what, fucking take your your officiating now, and and, and you know what, here that this is what we think of it, we just do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So 
that's kind of what you, what I'm hoping for is that there's a reaction on the back of it and, you know, get your backs up and, and, and put in because if West Ham are, if, if there's rumblings in the camp or whatever, now is the time to try to capitalise on it. Um, to be honest, I haven't seen a whole pile during the week. I have been kind of keeping out of the news as much as possible. So, um, yeah, you just want to give yourself, an, I mean, bear pretty much full full strength, you know, we're missing the, the, the same few, so no made, no no big excuses and I think if she, Seamus is back, probably be in the squad, I think if he's back training full-time as well so it would be, to be honest, be a better addition than, than, than Ashley Young has been, I know you spoke about him a while ago but yeah, I think that's been coming for a long time, you know getting those, getting booked early, did it against Bournemouth 10 minutes again, there was another game, 15 minutes, booked early on you know, shouldn't have been put in against Lewis Dees um, but look, by the by, um, I think you you need to go to West Ham and go and and, and go with the, with the expectation that we can get something there. Yeah, I think we have to use all of what Richie said, there, Collie, uh, as a, as a motivation, like the getting done by the ref, the the, the crowd. It might be like we get an early goal, there'll be rumblings happening there. Uh, after then, the, the, the all the emotion around uh, Bill Kenroy passed away. So we just used to have use everything that we have available to us to the players don't need motivation there might be more but just use any tool possible just to get something out of the game oh, 100% I couldn't agree with Richie Morris to be honest with you Joe and and Deutsch comes across as a manager that would use anything anything yep. available to him you know and, and why shouldn't he you know the kind of way um, I as a Already said, I, I do feel confident going down uh, to West Ham. Um, our away performances have been much better than our home performances this season. Mm. Um, we're not kind of sitting back. I know <laughs> the flies in the face of what we we're talking about literally five minutes ago. They were sitting back with the five in the second half against Liverpool. But, you know, we haven't been sitting back and, and, and people talk about statistics, etc., etc. Our XG is quite good this year on, yeah. on away games, you know. So, it's not a case where we sit back and just hope for the best. So, uh, and, and West Ham, yeah, they do have some fantastic players. And look, War Prowse is with them now, and you're probably better off putting the five or your five euro bet on War Prowse to score any time against us. You know, the kind of way he tends to, to, to pop up against us. But he's a, he's a terrific player. Um, but I just don't think things are, are just good in the camp at West Ham. Again, yeah. as you mentioned last night, we were beaten last. Uh, Yesterday, so yeah, tourist against Olympiacos. Olympiacos, yeah. No, they're a good European side, but still, West Ham, I thought, would have felt that they could have gotten something out of that game. Um, coming back today, probably, you know, just a small session tomorrow, you know, and, and, and teams coming back on off a touristy night European game playing Sunday sometimes don't do the best. So all these things have to be worked into. You know, you're, you're thinking on the game. We should be fairly fresh. Obviously, trained this week. No reported injuries, bar as Richie said, that the ones are already out. So, yeah, it's a game that you know, look. You don't go in saying, "Oh, we're going to get," you know, "we're going to win this." But it's a game that I certainly expect us not to lose. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, right? We're going to predictions all just before we finish up. Uh, Chris has gone for two one to West Ham. Uh, Rich, I think we win. I'm going to go two one Everton. Okay, nice bank holiday again there. Carl? I'm going to go win as well. Uh, 3 2 to the Blues, and I think we get a dodgy decision. Oh, jeez. They do even themselves out, do they? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we might get so, three. Dodgy decisions, three penalties. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I'm going to go one off. Um, I, I just, I, I just think uh, to them, for them to lose three in a row, I think, right. I can't see it happening to be honest I just can't uh, but again like we said use all those uh, outside influences everything around the game to our abilities one all uh, I, I just think we'll get something out of the game again with Collie I don't think we'll get beaten uh, we just used to just be hard to be, we need to get back to basics no silly cut out silly mistakes and just just uh, try and capitalise on other mistakes are like Dom. Dom is, Dom is flying now. He's just missing a goal, I think, now. Uh, similar to Beto, if he, I reckon if he gets a couple of goals, he'll he, he really, really kick on. Because he's like, he's, when he came on last week, uh, like he's putting himself about. Uh, he's hungry, he's looking for the ball. He's had a couple of chances, a couple of. He's yeah, a grafter, isn't he? Yeah, we don't mind. Listen, many times a week, said, that's all you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. you just want a bit of sweat in your shorts. So, uh, anyway, one off. So, uh, hopefully I'm wrong and the two boys are right. Uh, right, lads. Thanks very much for today. Cheers, boys. All right. Talk to us next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website, www.irish-toffees.com. Up the toffees. <laughs>